Well, it's good to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Real good to be in the presence of the Lord. Woo. God, you are a good God. Awesome you are. Always astonishes us. Amen. Always helps us to see a different facet of him in every way when we take the time to, um, you know, just to seek his face. Uh, when we were fasting, uh, the thing that I prayed for is that I told the Lord, you know what, I put in all my desires on the side. I put in all my plans on the side. And I'm desiring for his plan and his purpose and his vision and his desire to be my desire. I said, Lord, I want what you got for me. I don't want what I'm bringing to you. I want what you can bring to me so that I can understand you more clearly. That way when I speak to people, I can speak with clarity. That way when I, uh, when I voice myself, amen, it'll be a voice from above and not from me, but from you. Amen. I know that um, during the time that we were praying and fasting, there was a heavy attack on me and my family, you know. And I knew that was going to happen because he pre-warned me before we even started to fast. He told me what was going to happen. But because I don't pay attention, like me and my wife would say, pay attention. You got to pay attention. Because if you don't pay attention, that's why things happen the way it does. Man, you have to pay attention. So I didn't pay attention. Guess what? I got whooped. But you know what? In the midst of being whooped, by faith, I came to church, went on a praise and worship team, praised the Lord in the midst of all that. It takes faith because while I'm going through what I'm going through, I still need to do and still need to perform the duties that I was called to do here on this earth. There's an all-out attack on you and I as believers. Hallelujah. Satan, his imps and his courts are after you and after me to try and stop the plan of God from increasing. Stop the desires that God has for you from going out. Now I'm being so bold. Every person I see now, hey, hey brother, you know Jesus? Do you go to church? There's this guy at Plantation House way out there in Kapalua. Came out of the truck. I say, hey brother, what? You go to church? He said, yeah, I used to go with my grandma when I was small. Said, no, 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 I'm not talking about when you went with your grandma when you were small. Do you go to church? Uh, like, no. No. So you know that Jesus is coming soon, yeah? Yeah, I heard about him, but yeah, no rush, yeah? I heard about that, but no rush. I tell, well, I just want to let you know he's coming sooner than you think. He's one day closer. And we need to make a kickstart on this, yeah? But then he stood up and he walked away. He didn't want to hear anymore. But that's part of God's plan, yeah? To share the gospel, yeah? I was so bold. I was just, I'm not like that. Amen? And that's what God wants to do with us. Take us out of our character. Take us out of our uh, self. Amen? And get into him. Let him get all over you. Amen? Sometimes we come to church and we put on this facade because we want everybody to look at the good side of us, yeah? You know, we don't want our hair to get all messed up. You know, we fix our hair, make sure it's all straight so that when we go to church, we want it to remain like that. 
I want to leave with my hair all messed up. Why? Because God messed me up while I was in service. Amen? I don't want to leave here the same that I came in here. Amen? No more. No more. Amen? How about you women? When you get makeup, you don't want it to run, yes? So you just keep still. You don't want to praise the Lord because if you praise the Lord, you're going to sweat. When you sweat, the thing's going to... We need to get out of ourselves, eh? Get out of character. Amen? Remember when David, uh, he went to... Um, he got into trouble, yeah? And he went the wrong direction. He went into... Uh, the Philistine camp, the place that he's not supposed to go. He went that direction. And while he was going there, he noticed a couple of the men that serves the king, Akish. Yeah? And what happened is that he saw the man that was uh, working for Akish, the king at that time, and it startled him. It froze him. Fear came on him. He wasn't a king just yet. Amen? But he, he had to get out of character. Amen? Because the, the guards that were working for the king, they said, hey, is that not David, the one that defeated Goliath from Gath? That's him. They noticed him, yeah? So they go ahead and grab David and they bring him to the king. Hey, king, look. David, the guy that slew Goliath from Gath. David went out of character. He started drooling, and all of the drool that was coming out of his mouth started going down his beard. And, and the king looks at the man that brought David there and says, What, we don't have enough wild men in the city, in, in my kingdom, that you have to bring an extra one? Get him out of here. He was out of character. He had to, or else they would have killed him, yeah? Because there wasn't like David. You know? But tonight, I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, I usually don't do this because sometimes you give me some things that I don't want to teach or preach on, yeah? So I asked the Lord, hey, what you want me to I'll give to your people tonight? And this is what he said. If you want a title, this is the title he gave me. Pray and don't give up. Pray and don't give up. Look at your neighbor in the eye and tell him, pray and don't give up. Amen? And we, we all know what prayer is. Amen? There's an all-out attack on you when you pray. Amen? Prayer is a conversation we have with the Father. It's a direct line that's not disturbed with faulty wiring. Amen? You ever been on your phone and all of a sudden, oh, the thing's spinning? Oh, maybe if I go here or maybe if I go there. Amen? Verizon, can you hear me now? The wiring is not faulty. It's a direct line from... You and me to the Father. Amen? Prayer changes things. Amen? Prayer moves things. 
When you pray, it's more than you talking to God, but also waiting on God to talk back to you. It's very important that you just remain until he speaks something to you. Most of the times, we tell God what we need, what we want, and then we're out the door. We don't wait in silence and just, God, I need to hear something from you. Hallelujah. We're impatient. So I made it a point now, since I start at 5.30, my normal hours of waking up is 3 o'clock now. Because I need to go in my prayer room. I need it. If I want change to happen in my life, I have to do something I've never done. And that is what I've never done. Take more time to intercede with the Father. Amen? Sometimes it's hard because now I have to re, redo things, you know? I get up and half of my time is just thanking Him. 45 minutes, I, I, hallowed be thy name, as Jesus said. When you pray, say, our Father. Half the time I'm just saying, oh God, you're so awesome. That's all I can say during the whole 45 minutes, so from 3 to 3.45, it's all about praising and thanking Him most, more of the time. I don't ask Him for nothing after I'm done with that because it's overwhelming. Just staying there, it's overwhelming already. I'm trying to read and I can't read because I'm crying. Don't know why, I'm just crying because I'm overwhelmed. His presence is there, the anointing is there. He's working on me. Things in my life are being chipped away while I'm praying. Because now, I've never meant more business now than I've ever meant. I was serious when I was asking God. And, and it, it wasn't just because I desired it, but it was hands, being laid hands on us, being, being laid on us. These prayers meant something to God when they laid hands on us. Our own pastors, our own shepherd, our mom, our dad, here in this church, when they laid hands on us. Hallelujah. It wasn't something that was going to hit the ceiling and come right back down. No. It went past the ceiling, straight to heaven's door. Amen. Prayer gives you insight and foresight. Amen. Uh, Elder Reuben was saying something in regards to David. He got a revelatory insight, yeah, about the Holy Spirit. He told God, you can take away everything from me, but not take away your Holy Spirit from me. This was way before his time. He understood that. He got revelatory insight because he was in prayer all day. All day he was in prayer. You read the whole book of Psalms, it's nothing but his conversation with the Father. Day in and day out, just, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I don't want my words anymore, Lord. 
I want your words. I want to be effective. I want things to move when I speak. I want people that are crazy to calm down when I say a word from you, Father. I want to say peace be still and everything silenced. Prayer gives you insight or foresight of things to come. And if you pay attention, pay attention. Pay attention. Somebody pay attention. Because if you don't pay attention, enemy is going to come. I can laugh at it now. When I was going through what I was going through, it wasn't a laughing matter. All kinds of demonic forces was, was, I let them in. I let them in. When I didn't ask for forgiveness. When I didn't make it right. I let all these demonic forces come into my room. And I was conversing with them. You don't see yourself conversing with them. But you have an imagination. Just imagine how it would look like. Yeah? When you're talking words of doubt. Words of lack. Words of defeat. You're allowing all these demons and demonic entities to come in. And it does something with your mind. It plays around with your mind. It's going to tell you things that you're not supposed to even be paying attention to. Why? Because he's after God's plan. He's after God's purpose in your life. He's trying to destroy every single path that God's allowing you to, to go on. Amen? My steps are ordered of the Lord. And if it's ordered, don't let the enemy disorder it. Prayer is essential. Although our state, county, and nation officials didn't think so during COVID. Huh. They didn't think that it was essential. Booze was essential. Marijuana was essential. But not the church. Close the church doors. They're harm to society. Hmm. How evil, yeah? How evil. Prayer allows you to bond with God. You know the relationship that you have that's ankle deep? Now it's knee deep time. Those of you that are knee deep, waist deep time now. Those of you that are waist deep need to get up here to the shoulders. Those of you that are shoulder deep, get yourself dunked in the water. Amen? Those of you that are just being dunked in the water, it's time for you to swim. Now's the time. Hallelujah. You want to be effective? You got to dive. I want to say, Lu'u, dive. The bigger fishes are on the bottom. The lure you're looking for? Way deep on the bottom. There's a lot I can say about prayer, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we all do. Amen? 
You got Wednesday night, 6.30, come early. Come early. It's always good to come early. Make it a habit to come early. Amen? 6.30, Saturday is at 9. If you're not doing it in church, do it at home. Do it while you're driving. And make sure to keep your eyes open, okay? Keep your eyes open. Or else they're going to pull you over for DUI. And it's not the kind of DUI you're thinking about in the spirit, amen? I tell you, come here, bro. Walk the line. The first scripture I want to bring out. Remember the title now. Pray and don't give up. Let's turn to the book of Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. feel like singing. Mm, yeah, mm. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. It says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that man ought always to pray and not to faint. Man ought always to pray. Amen? What does that mean? Always. All the time. Amen? At home, for Tita at school, for us to go to work, at work. I pray when I drive in my, uh, you know, semi-truck, going all the way to Kapalua. I'm doing what pastor was doing, but with my eyes open. Amen? Man, I'll always to pray. And look what it says there. And not to faint. Don't quit. Don't quit. Amen? It's easy to quit. Why? Because the pressure is on. When the pressure is on, sometimes we get weary and doing well. Amen? But that word pressure, the Lord showed me this this morning. It's made up of two words. Press and sure. This is what he told me. When you come out of the press, you're sure to know that I am God. That's what he told me when I was driving. When you're, when you're being pressed, hallelujah, you're sure to know that I am God. I'm your king. I'm your director. I'm your king. I'm your Lord. When you go through the press, it's going to be a sure indication that everything's going to be all right. Pressure, press sure. You know, you learn things, yeah, when you're under the press. And it becomes sure that you won't make that mistake again. Yeah? You become positive. I ain't going in that hole again. No more turning back, amen? You can see clearly now because the rain is gone. You can see all obstacles in your way. Dawn of the dark clouds pass me by. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Hmm. And then Jesus said, 
don't faint. Amen. Why did he put that in there? Because at times we get weary. Hallelujah. Even at your strongest point, you can get weary. Hallelujah. Some of you can put on a real good show, a real good act when you come to church and you, you've been through something. But you know what that is? That is feed in action. When you can come here with all your problems, come here with all of your situations and circumstances, and still lift up your hand and say, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. It takes faith. You can't do it alone. You can't do it by yourself. You need the Holy Spirit. You need God. And then he goes, goes ahead. Jesus goes ahead and ex gives us an example about this no-name widow woman. I call her Nonami. Nonami. Mrs. Nonami. No-name widow woman. Look at what it says. It says, there was in a city a judge which, which feared not God. Neither regarded man, and there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. She came to this judge and, and asked him for help, requested his help. Amen? She went, you got to use your imagination. Me, when I read stuff like this, I just use my imagination. I just go wild. Amen? You can... You can see here, Mrs. Nonami, no name widow woman. She comes to the judge. Man, I went to the complaint department. Day after day, nobody could help me in a complaint department. I went to the civil services and tried to ask help in the civil services, and nobody could help me. But somebody said that uh, you, judge, can help me. Amen. But because the judge did not know God, and he had no regard for men, he didn't even care about you or me or anybody that came before him in his presence. All he cared was about himself. And this woman came, and she, she poured out her heart to this judge. She told the judge exactly what was going wrong in her life. She made her request known in front of the whole public in the courtroom, because he was a judge. She poured out her heart to him. And like every other request that was being made known to the judge, the judge takes her paper and just throws it on the pile with the thousands that was piling up right inside his office. And he said to himself, ah, just an odd, crazy lady needing help. I was going to put it with the rest of the pile over here that's And look what the Bible says over here. And he would not for a while, verse 4. And he would not for a while. Why? Because this woman came back time after time after time after time. This is a new breed. This, is, this wasn't like an old breed that didn't, didn't come and uh, give their request and then they went on home and on their merry way. No, this woman was serious. She was serious. There was this word that I was looking up. It's called uh, impudence. 
remember that word because it, it kind of like just resonated in me from where I, don't, I do not know. The thing just came to my mind, and impudence. And when I looked up the word impudence, it means shameless, shamelessness, audacity, okay? brashness. Have you ever had somebody robbed you the wrong way? Brashness, yeah? Uh, unmannerliness. This is describing this woman, okay? I'm describing this woman. Impudence. Gall. Oh, a gall. Bold, yeah? Nerve. Have you ever had somebody get on your nerve because they wanted to, for you to hear what they're saying? They wanted the last remark? And it got on your nerve. How about sassiness? Attitude. Amen? The way she came to the judge. She came with an attitude. Rada, if you don't take care of me now, I'll be back tomorrow. If you don't handle my situation after this week's over, you'll be seeing me next week. Amen? She didn't even... Uh, just, just use your imagination again. She didn't just go to the courthouse. She went to his house. Knocked on his door. The daughter came out and answered the door. She looked. The daddy was in the kitchen. Cooking up dinner. Hey honey, who's at the door? Oh, uh, it's that lady that came like two weeks ago. And she's still here after two weeks. It's the same lady. Little does that little girl know. That girl, uh, that no-name woman, passes by the daughter, goes into the kitchen, and talks to the judge again. It's me. I'm back. Verse 4, And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, after listening to this woman, <laughs> Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. This is how we were, uh, we are told to pray. Impudence. Not in, this, uh, not in a disrespectful way to God though. You know what I mean? You come and you keep on coming. Don't give up. You come with a purpose. You come with a plan. And share your plan with God. Share your purpose with God. And if it's in alignment with his plan and his purpose, guess what? Green flags. The light will turn green on you. And green means go. Amen? Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Impudence. This stucks with me. This woman reminds me of that. Uh, I don't know if you guys see the hens that are around. You know those chickens? The hen. The hen mama taking care of all of her chicks. It doesn't matter if you're 10 feet tall or 3 feet wide. Whatever. Doesn't matter if you're a car. You're a, you're a semi. That, that mama hen has no clue about protecting herself. Her plan, her vision, 
her purpose, her desire is to take care of her little chicks. And it doesn't matter what's it going to cost her. You ever went up to a mama hen while she's taking care of her chicks? When you turn, she turns. When you turn the other way, she turns with you. That's with that kind of tenacity we ought to pray. An effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. Why? Because you keep on pressing. You keep on stretching. There's a reason, there's a purpose. You can see the whole matter. You know, um, what's his name? Billy Graham said this, yeah? He said, if God was to open your spiritual eyes, you would see heaven ablaze. You would see heaven ablaze because spiritual wickedness in high places, battling uh, divine uh, spiritual angels. Amen? The whole heaven skies will be ablaze. I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, open up my spiritual eyes. I want to see what it's like up there. Changed my confession. I said, man, I might be spooked out of my wits. No, it's scary. Just to think about it. Daniel had that problem. Zechariah had that problem. With the angel of the Lord when they came to talk to it, talk to them. You're fearful. Have you ever read the account of what an angel looks like? doesn't look normal. It looks fearful. But they're angels. And angels don't describe... Um, angels is not a word I would use to describe angels because angels alone defined is just messenger. But they're more than just messengers. Hallelujah. There's different rankings of angels. You got Michael the archangel. You got Gabriel who's a cherub. What's a cherub? Cher, uh, cherub are like, are like guardian angels. They guard the throne of God. Amen? But the features of an angel is like, you know, before, I, I mean, I have a different take on angels now. I don't see them with wings because a lot of the angels I've been reading in the Bible don't have wings. They come in human form. Not man-human, you know, not man and a woman type human, but in a human form. You look at the account with Daniel. You look at the account with Job. You look at the account with uh, different ones in the Bible. It, it all shows in human form with Gideon, you know, when Jacob wrestled. You know, it, was, it didn't have wings. They were all in human form. So I had to rethink that, you know. Uh, Cherubs and uh, seraphims and um, cherubims are, are totally different. They have wings, but they've been called to guard, safeguard God's throne. Yeah, so it's kind of different. They got wings, like ten wings or something, with eyes all over them, and and uh, one got a head of uh, all different types of heads on them. 
and their feet are like calf foot. And I mean, it's just out of this world. But pray and don't give up. Amen? Pray and don't give up. Hmm. I hope I'm helping somebody. Hallelujah. But this is what describes this woman, yeah? When she's coming to God. I mean, coming to this judge. We have to come with the same tenacity. Hallelujah. Where do I go next? Lord. Let's go to uh, Daniel. Daniel chapter 10. Let's take a look at Daniel. What happens when you pray? What happens when you pray? Daniel chapter 10. If you have it, say amen. My key verse here is verse 12. Um, if you want to know how an angel looks like, you can go ahead and read from 1 all the way to 12. It's going to show you how Gabriel looks like. The Bible says his eyes was like lightning. Or was it his face? But it's, it, it describes how Gabriel looks like. And it's can be scary because in this account, Daniel said that he fell on his face as, as if he was dead because he saw Gabriel. That's how fearful, fearfully and wonderfully made these angelic beings are. Amen? But look at what he says. Uh, let's go to verse 12. Then he said unto me, Fear not, Daniel. For from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard. And listen to this. And I am come for thy words. I am come for your words. Amen. When he prayed the first day, now mind you now, he was, he was fasting just like us. For three weeks he was fasting, plus three, three more days, 24 days altogether. Amen. The angel of the Lord comes and uh, touches him on the shoulder. Hey, fear not. Because he was, he was so scared. He was just fearful because of the presence of this angelic being. Okay? That he got spooked. More than spooked. He fell down as dead, face first. Boom! On the ground. Now the angel stands him up. Hey, arise. Get up. Focus. Even while he's focused, his, his knees are clattering. His mouth are, doesn't know what to say. Amen? And this angel of God comes down and speaks to Daniel and tells him, Hey, no fear. Since the first day you prayed. You know the first day you prayed? God already answered you. But guess what Daniel did? He didn't give up. He kept on keeping on. That's the thing. You got to keep on keeping on. Hallelujah. You got to press when, when you don't see movement, when you don't see what 
you think you're supposed to see. Amen? Because it's more than what we're seeing. Amen? It's more than what we're seeing. Amen? It's not about Lahaina. It's not about the county of Maui. It's not about the, the, uh, the state of Hawaii. It's not about the mayors and, and the governors. They're making uh, uh, crazy decisions on, on what's going on with Lahaina. It's not about Gaza. It's not about Israel. It's not about, I mean, it's about all that, but there's a, how should I say, there's, there's a power behind the power that's doing all its workings that you can't, you and I cannot see unless God opens up our spiritual eyes and see heavenly realm. Then we see all of the heavens ablaze. This is what Billy Graham was talking about. If God was to open your spiritual eyes and, see, and you look up towards heaven, all you would see is chaos happening because your prayers are trying to be prevented from going in and going before the throne of God. And this is what Gabriel tells Daniel. The reason why I'm late. The reason why I didn't come on the first day. Because of the prince of Persia. There was a little king or a prince of Persia. But there was another prince of Persia. In the supernatural. Amen. This, this um, what is that scripture? Ephesians 12, 6, 12. Hallelujah. We're not warring against flesh and blood. Against principalities. Rulers of darkness. When you pray. All of the demons are. Are like. Hey he's praying again. All his cohorts. Satan's cohorts. They don't like it when you pray. They like it when you give up. But they don't like it when you pray. Because when you pray, you shake all of hell. Hell's been shaking. And they don't like that. But he says, and I am come for thy words. Watch what you say. If it's not faith words, don't say anything at all. Don't say nothing. Just keep your mouth shut. When I heard that I couldn't have kids, close my mom. My mom always told me, don't say anything you don't want. Don't say anything that you don't want. I don't care if they tell you. I don't care if they're whispering it to you. If it's not what you want, don't say it. And I didn't say anything. When we got married. didn't take long. Here comes Makana. Oh, by the way, Kana is not here no more, yeah? He's on his own. He's, he's, uh, he went to school. He's interning. He's doing fine. Going to church. Praise be to God. I brought him to Pastor Lem's house. Pastor Lem laid their hands on him. Amen. Expansion. Boom. Go. Plan of God. Go. Purpose of God. Go. He didn't know that until he got there. He said he never did so much church in all his life. What is he doing now? I had it easy, Papa, when I was over here. When you told me to come early, I would come late. Now I have to get there early. Church starts at 7. He doesn't leave till 12. Three services. 
You get services on Friday, services on Saturday, services on Sunday. And that's part of his internship. And he didn't know that. He had a clue that there might be church, and, but not this much church. But he's doing well. Amen? Doing well. I mean, I miss him. Like some of you, you guys are already are over that hump. Me, I'm still missing him. Amen? I'm still trying to get over that hump. Every, every now and then, I cry. I cry. I don't tell my wife. I cry, though. I say, oh, man, I miss that boy. Because he's always around, yeah? Yeah, he's in the plan of God. No worry. Be happy. Just pray and don't, don't give up. Amen? But here, we got the Prince of Persia. So, so it's not about Lahaina. It's, it's about what's, what's behind, the, the power that's behind Lahaina. Behind the county of Maui. Behind the, uh, the mayor and the governor. Uh, behind the nation. Amen? It's all the demonic forces that you cannot see. You and I cannot see. But because we're praying, because we're interceding on the behalf of Lahaina, behalf of county of Maui, God has to make a change. He has to because that's his promise. When you pray, he will answer. And you got to believe that too. No more whispering silent prayers or Oh Lord, I don't like nobody else here. No. Let everybody here. And that's the good thing about baptism, yeah? When you get baptized, you're not only, you're not only seeing it in front of the public. All of the demonic forces are looking at you. Hey, I'm changing management. I'm no longer with you guys. I'm with those guys, the angelic beings, the angels that God has commanded to, to, to go ahead and take my, take my prayers and run with them. I'm no longer with you guys. So long, bye-bye. There's a song, you know. So long, bye-bye. So long, bye-bye. Goodbye to my pain and my sorrows. So long, bye-bye. That's what you're saying to the demonic forces that are around you. See you later, alligator. Hit the road. Hallelujah. Don't you come back no more. That's what happens when you're praying. Hallelujah. Oh, I got so much to say with little no time already. Hmm. I don't know why that word impudence just nerve. What nerve? That's the kind of attitude this woman, this woman came. And that's how our women are. Sister Lex, Sister Cheryl, Pastor, Sister Carol. Man, they're vicious. Vicious. Fierce. That's the kind of people you want on your side. And if you're not like them, get to be like them. 
or more better than them, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're all gifted in different areas, amen? We're skillful in different areas, amen? Use your skill wisely. Get to know your craft. Work it, baby. That was one of my heart's desires. I said, Lord, man, I have a hard time retaining things. Can you help me? I have a hard time retaining. Can you help me? He told me. This is what he told me. Okay, He told me, take what you've been reading in the morning and just speak it all day. Huh? Yeah, just speak it all day. It's, it's going to become you. For real? Yeah. You know why I'm talking like this? I'm outside of my character right now. It's not me. Because I've been speaking it all day for the last however weeks, it's, it's just coming out like water. He said, you keep on doing that, let me tell you. Higher heights, deeper depths. Pray and don't give up. You may say, oh, but how does how this gonna work? How that gonna work? Blah blah blah. Remember what uh the um the angel Gabriel told Mary? With God, nothing is impossible. How Lord? I haven't even seen a man yet. With God, all things are possible. Savior of the world, with God. All things are possible. Does anybody believe that? With God, all things are possible. I got choked more scriptures. I, I, even, I didn't even ding it yet. Say one more. Uh, Luke chapter 1. This is going to be my landing uh, pad guarantee. Luke chapter 1. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, Judah, or Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia, and his wife was, was of the daughters of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child. They had no child. In Jewish custom, it was a curse when you didn't um, produce seed. You needed seed. When a person was saw, uh, seen not having seed, they looked at you as being cursed, but we're not cursing the Lord. Amen? There's no way that things going to get on you because we're, we're believing believers. Amen? We're saved. We're sanctified, filled the Holy Ghost. Amen? But because they couldn't have child, there was, came to the point where there was praying, 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 and nothing was happening as they thought. <clears throat> years have gone by 
And Gabriel comes to Zacharias and says, Hey, Zacharias, I got good news for you. Hallelujah. Uh, you're going to have a, a son, and his name is going to be John, and blah, blah, blah. Make the story short. He goes ahead and pronounces the goodness of God upon him. And this is, this is Zacharias' answer to what Gabriel is bringing. How can I? Old already. How can I old and and my wife, he uses good words though for the wife. My wife is of uh, what is that word he use? Well along in years. He was careful in saying that. I'm old and my wife is well along in years. You know that God still blessed them? Amen. They stopped praying already. They stopped seeking God for that answer. But the answer still came. And because the answer came, guess what happened to Zacharias? Because there was, his mouth wasn't filled with faith-filled words. The Gabriel told him, from this day forward until the child is born, you're going to be mute. It was if to say, if you got no faith words, you got nothing to say. You got nothing to be listening. You, you just got nothing to say. Amen? Everything that's going to come out of your mouth is going to be worthless. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to help you. I'm going to... Just shut you up and then get the baby here. Once the baby here, your first words is going to be his... His name, John. Woo! Well, Father, we thank you, God, tonight. We, we give you praise, Father. Um, I pray that your words go on good ground, Father, Lord. Let the souls of their heart, oh God, grab a hold of what, what's been spoken. It's, it's you, Father, not me, Father. And, and God, we give you glory, Father, for what you're doing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. All of the enemies, cohorts, cannot do anything that you can do, Father. They have powers, but their powers are limited, Father, because you're the creator, Father. If you're the creator, you don't work in time. You work outside of time. We work in time. The demonic forces work in time. So, Lord, they're limited to what they can do, Father. But Lord, we thank you, Father. You've given us the victory. You've given us hope. You've given us life. You've given us everything that we need. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. One thing to keep in mind. 1 John 4, verse 4. Year of God, little children. He calls you his child. You're, you're God's kids. Amen. And have overcome them. Because greater is the one that's in you. And those cohorts, those demonic forces, those evil incantations that the, uh, the spiritual wickedness in high place, principalities, thrones, dominions. You have more power in you than those imps and satanic forces. Amen. Just remember that. Because you're a son and a daughter of God. 
If you've been blessed tonight, say, I've been blessed. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to open up the altar to anybody that needs prayer before we take the offering. Amen. If you need prayer, if you need the plan and the purpose of God to um, go beyond what you've been doing, come. I'm going to lay my hands on you. All the time I've been taking, you know, with the Lord, now, now my time is not my time now. Amen. I've, I've totally devoted it to the Lord. Yes, I have a hard time getting out of bed, but when it hits 3 o'clock, I'm already. I'm praying already. And then once I roll off the bed, I'm heading towards Makana's room because it's available. We use that for our prayer room now. Anybody? Thank you, Father. Well, Father, we bless, bless each and every one that is here, Father. The plan, your plan, and your purpose to God be revealed to each and every person in here, Father. Open up their spiritual eyes that they may see things that, hallelujah, they wouldn't normally see with their natural eyes, Father. Hallelujah. Let them to see you, God, the dangers that surround them so that, Lord, you can uh, prevent them. Lord, our prayer invites you in. Oh, God, Lord, where we're... Uh, God, only you can, Father. Your blessing be upon your people that tonight, Lord. Shower them, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.